Happy Black History Month. Bungie. And more NFT shenanigans? This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of February 4th, 2022. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news and a quick way to get you on with your day. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. Sony Interactive Entertainment is acquiring Halo and Destiny creators Bungie for $3.6 billion. Bungie will remain an independent subsidiary of the company, maintaining their current leadership and freedom to, quote, self-publish and reach players wherever they choose to play. On top of the $3.6 billion, Sony is also paying up to $1.2 million to retain all of the studio's existing talent. The move differs from previous Sony acquisitions, not just in price, but also by allowing the team to exist outside of the existing stable of Sony first-party studios, such as Insomniac and Naughty Dog. The last gaming subsidiary to have such freedom was Sony Online Entertainment, better known now as Daybreak Gaming Company. As for the future of Bungie, the studio is looking forward to expanding. Per a blog post on the company's website, the Destiny universe will be expanding. Quote, One of the primary drivers of Bungie's expansion is to increase the commitment to the long-term development of Destiny 2, tell new stories in the Destiny universe, and create entirely new worlds in to-be-announced IPs. Bungie's new IP was teased during their last investment round from NetEase in 2018, but the company is also pushing into new media with a new office and new hires too. The studio is not only expanding its existing office in Bellevue, Washington, but also launching a new international office in Amsterdam, focusing on publishing and marketing. In the company's push to develop media outside of games, the studio is bringing on Pamela Kaufman, president of global consumer products for Viacom CBS and Nickelodeon to its board of directors. Sony's purchase of Bungie is only the beginning of expanding the PlayStation brand. In an interview with GameIndustry.biz, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan says, quote, I've been on the record talking about increasing the size of the PlayStation community and expanding beyond our historic console heartland. That can take many forms. And definitely one of the main ones is the ability for the wonderful games that we've been making over the past 25 years to be enjoyed in different places and played in different ways. We are starting to go multi-platform, you've seen that. We have an aggressive roadmap with live services and the opportunity to work with and particularly learn from the brilliant and talented people from Bungie. That is going to considerably accelerate the journey we find ourselves on. Later in the interview, Ryan also doubles down on saying that the acquisition was not a last-minute thing thrown together in response to Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard two weeks ago. As for future acquisitions, Ryan says, quote, We should absolutely expect more in the future as the company has, quote, many more moves to make. The gaming acquisitions don't stop there. Solo dev created internet sensation puzzler Wordle has been acquired by the New York Times for, quote, an undisclosed price in the low seven figures. The acquisition was announced on Twitter via the game's creator, Josh Wardle. In his announcement, Wardle says the game's success has been, quote, a little overwhelming. 
Mortal commits to the game remaining free to all and progress will be preserved once the game fully transitions to the New York Times Games Division. The New York Times has been known for keeping some games behind a paywall, such as their daily crossword puzzles and other daily word puzzle games. And now for a message from our sponsor. This week, Yacht Club Games, creators of Shovel Knight, unveiled their first game outside of the Shovel Knight series, Mina the Hollower. Mina is a top-down gothic action-adventure with a modern Game Boy Color aesthetic. Gameplay is reminiscent of both The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening and Castlevania, but with more of a focus on platforming. In the game's reveal on G4TV's X-Play, Lead artist Sandy Gordon described the game's art as being limited to the same restrictions artists then designing for the system had as well, including limited colors for sprites and the scale of tile sets. The game launched on Kickstarter for funding, which met the funding goal of $311,503 in less than 24 hours. Mina the Hollower is tentatively set to launch sometime in 2023. Oil. Water. Orange juice, toothpaste, NFTs, and gaming companies. Earlier this week, Worms developer and publisher Team17 announced the MetaWorms NFT project that would help fund a soil enrichment project using earthworms. The announcement was met with immediate backlash from players, but moreover, Team17 publishing partners, development partners, and even Team17 employees. Within 24 hours of the announcement, Team17 announced the cancellation of the project. The quick and vehement disapproval of the NFT space has other gaming companies falling back on their plans. In an earnings call, EA CEO Andrew Wilson says that the NFT space is, quote, not something we're driving on. This comes just three months after Wilson called blockchain-based products, quote, a meaningful part of the future. In the company's previous quarterly earnings call, as for under-industry juggernaut Nintendo, the company is interested in investigating the space, particularly the metaverse, but questions, quote, what joy it could provide, as mentioned in the company's recent investor briefing. The Nintendo Switch is officially the company's best-selling home console. The info comes from this week's earnings call. As of the end of 2021, the Switch sold 103.5 million units, just outperforming the company's previous bestseller, the Nintendo Wii, at 101.63 million units. Based on projections, the company foresees the Switch outperforming the next best-selling system, the Game Boy, within the year. As for games, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe continues to be the Switch's bestseller, with 43.35 million units sold since launch. Recently released Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl are now the system's ninth best-selling games, within two months of release at 13.97 million units. Last quarter's other big release, Metroid Dread, is now the second best-selling game in the entire Metroid franchise at 2.74 million units, coming in just under the lifetime sales of Metroid Prime on GameCube within three months. Finally this week, a wrap-up of some of the week's various award ceremonies. First, the 2022 Spawnies, hosted by gaming podcast Spawn On Me, celebrated video games and the diverse people who make them. The show's Cheddar Bay Biscuit Game of the Year award went to Psychonauts 2, which also won the Snot Bubble Cry Award for Best Narrative. The Indie Apocalypse Award for Best Indie Game went to Loop Hero. At the 11th Annual New York Game Awards, 
Psychonauts 2 also won Game of the Year alongside the Statue of Liberty Award for Best World. The Herman Melville Award for Best Writing went to Life is Strange True Colors, and the Off-Broadway Award for Best Indie went to Sable. Congratulations to all the winners. Looking forward to next week, Kung Fu Brawler Sifu launches on PC, PS4, and PlayStation 5 on February 8th, along with 2D skater Oli Oli World on all major systems. The console version of one of the world's biggest shooters, Crossfire X, launches on Xbox on February 10th, with the game's new single-player campaign developed by Remedy Entertainment. In the American Document Checking Road Trip Not Tonight 2 launches on February 11th alongside MMO action RPG Lost Ark on PC. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. You can leave a rating too while you're at it. I'd really appreciate it. Feel free and follow me on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. You can also follow the official show Twitter at 8BitsGG. That is at the number 8-B-I-T-S-G-G. But otherwise, that's really it. So once again, thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week. (laughs) 